Hey Central, thanks for joining me for another weekly update. This is a big week. This Sunday night, 125 of you will be joining me for a secret church dialogue. That's how many of you registered to participate in our first module of Secret Church, an Old Testament survey. And so that should be really, really fun. Also, this weekend is Youth Sunday, so we will have youth uh, carrying the service, running the service. Looking forward to that. Our youth pastor, John Cornelson, will be preaching the word, so that should be really great as well. What I'm going to do for this week's weekly update is patch you in to a to the audio of a video uh, Pastor Ron and I made updating our church on our plan for phased regathering at Central. We want everyone to be aware of the plans that we have made, are making, uh, to get us from where we are now to meeting together in person as we used to, and what that will take, where we are now, and our rationale for essentially carrying on for online, with online services for a good while. So have a listen, and we'll talk to you next week. Hey everybody, I'm Matt, this is Ron, and we both sure miss meeting together with you. Totally. And uh, you may be wondering, what will it take for us to be together again? And so we're going to try and share a little bit of the landscape and uh, where we are now, uh, where we're headed, and what needs to take place for us to gather again. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, the elders have approved a three-phased approach to uh, restarting. Uh, and right now we're in phase one. That continues. Uh, it's essentially virtual meetings and uh, virtual engagement. Uh, that will continue until some restrictions are lifted and we have an opportunity to go more. So services online, children's ministry online, uh, life groups, those kinds of things. Basically what we've done for the last eight, nine weeks. Yeah. Uh, so that'll continue for a bit. From there, we'll move into phase two. It's uh, when restrictions are lifted even more, we'll move into that. Uh, and some people, it, we're sort of there at this point, we're transitioning mm -hmm. into that. And a lot of people asking, hey, why can't we meet? Why don't we get together? Uh, it's a little more complicated than you would think. Um, and some of the challenges are, are like this. So for instance, we'd have to come in through one door and exit through another. Uh, in our sanctuary, we could have a maximum of 50 people. Uh, that would mean we'd have to stagger every third seat uh, and every second row. So our sanctuary would hold 50 people. Uh, and in that, we wouldn't be able to sing uh, because singing actually spreads the COVID virus pretty significantly. Uh, we wouldn't be able to, uh, to shake hands, to embrace each other. It would be social distancing all the way. No kids ministry, right. no communion, yep. no singing, no interaction in the foyer. So you pull all that away and, and, and it just makes it far too challenging to try and create gatherings in person uh, rather than carrying on, even though we're entering phase two, rather than carrying on with online services. Well, yeah, part of the challenge is what do we do with uh, seniors and people who are at risk? All of a sudden we alienate them and we're a family. We want to do this together and do it well. But we do encourage you as, as we are entering phase two, our life groups have been meeting virtually and doing a great job. Yeah. This is a time that you can think of creative ways. Uh, the, the best way to meet in person would be to do that outside on someone's property where you can still socially distance, but you can actually get together uh, in phase two uh, with groups, you know, 
maximum 50, but a life group setting. Again, kids would need to be by parent's side and stuff like that. So it makes it complicated, but uh, there is the opportunity for some creative uh, getting together in smaller groups. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we have a phase 2.5, we call it, which is when restrictions are lifted all the more and we are able to meet and we'll make places available and, uh, and find ways for us to gather. Uh, in phase two, by the way, no coffee. How can you meet without coffee? It's just not doable. It's impossible. Yeah, totally. Uh, phase 2.5, we're hoping we could have some small children's gatherings, uh, introduce refreshments, introduce uh, uh, interaction, and we'll see where we go from there. And then what we're waiting for, but apparently is a fair time off in the distance, is phase three. And phase three is when we return to a new normal. Uh, we go back to what we knew, but there'll be changes there too. Uh, you know, hand sanitizer stations, those kinds of things. But we'll be, have larger church gatherings, we'll fire up again in our campuses, we'll be able to do ministry the way we've understood it, and to engage each other in relationship again. Yeah, that's the day that, that we, we all long for, take communion together, baptize new believers. Um, but the reality is the BC government has told us that large scale gatherings won't happen again until um, there's a widely available vaccine or there's herd immunity. Exactly. Yeah. So the estimates are 12 to 24 months yeah. on that. It's a long time out. Yeah. But in the meantime, it's really exciting to see what's happening. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the, as doing phase one, life groups are meeting and we're hearing reports that it's more dynamic than it's ever been. Uh, we have our response team, 80 plus people who are willing to respond to needs. And those needs continue to come in. They're slow trickle right now, but, but we actually have people vying to be able to respond to the needs that are out there. <laughs> yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. Secret Church. 125 we've got registered for our first uh, module of Secret Church. Yeah, yeah. And, and the children's ministry online, it, it's incredible. Pastor That's Chris awesome. has done a yeah. really great job along with a bunch of people who are willing to help. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting times. It's certainly different, but uh, the gospel continues to be proclaimed. Yeah. People continue to be ministered to, and the church continues to be the church. Yeah. Just a couple words of encouragement to you. One is we, we might differ on opinion about some of the things that we could do through these three phases, what we should, what we shouldn't do. Campuses like Lake Iraq or Promontory or Agassiz that are a bit smaller. Why can't we do three gatherings? And the same rules kind of uh, really do apply to, to all of these things that can't exist in those gatherings. Yeah. All the cleaning between gatherings of 50, all the challenges that exist, those that we would alienate from our church family who wouldn't be able to participate. And we just deem best that, that we need to wait on yeah. that. Yeah. All of that said, we just encourage uh, the unity of the church right now. We are one body, even though we can't get together, yeah. on mission in the Eastern Fraser Valley. And we just encourage you to, to that, that we could be on the same page, yeah. live for God's glory, and uh, long for the day when we can meet again. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about this quite a lot. And part of it for me is, is um, listening to Jesus' command of loving God and loving our neighbor. Mm. And it's worth us sacrificing our rights for the sake of our community, for the sake of those who are most vulnerable, and for the sake of the gospel. And so we encourage you to lean in with us and, and be central. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to, to chat more about that with you. Uh, thanks for letting us give you this update and yeah. thank you for persevering Central. It has been really encouraging to see your faith in action in these difficult days. Absolutely. God bless you. God bless.